0: gathered in love and service for justice and peace. What is the good life? Many years ago, I overheard a single sentence that has haunted me ever since. After worship, I stopped in at Cafe de Paris right across the alley where Thomas Moser Furniture is now. Catherine Allison, Anne Friend and Joan Goodwin, three wonderful friends in their late middle age, were enjoying a leisurely lunch together, seated at the table right next to the door. And as I entered the restaurant, I heard Catherine say, of course we were happy then, but we didn't know it. I'm not sure I would have remembered her words, but impossibly... By the next morning, she was dead of a heart attack. What is the good life? While life is in us, let's live it. Death offers a clear vantage point on life. Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross taught us to sit with people as they die and count their blessings, as it were, she described life as a string of pearls, the pearls being shining moments worth touching and cherishing before opening the hand and letting them go. I love this deathbed practice. Those who have blessed me with it have made me rich in memory and hope. The good life is a pearl necklace. The story is told of Gustave Flaubert in search of the good life. Supposedly, one day he came upon a peasant family living on the land and declared with some envy that they were living dans le vrai, or in the true. My guess is that the hard life of a peasant had nothing on the relatively soft life of that French author and that given the choice, he wouldn't have traded places with them Yet, clearly, he saw something immediate and authentic in them. The good life is in the true. In much of Willa Cather's fiction, the good life, or something very close to it, is lived by immigrant girls working at domestic jobs, grandmothers who have given themselves over to the happiness of their families, missionary priests... Young men and women who are able to live outside themselves for something larger than themselves. The good life, Willa Cather makes plain, can never be the selfish life. The good life is the unselfish life. Author Joseph Epstein writes, the first step to achieving the good life seems to be forget about one's own good life. I myself fear it may even preclude thinking too much about what constitutes the good life. Okay, so don't think, just feel. We were happy then, but we didn't know it. The good life is a pearl necklace of shining moments. The good life is life dans le vrai, in the true. The good life is the life that is given away. The good life precludes obsessing about the good life. What is your good life? Educator and Quaker activist Parker Palmer finds this exercise piercing and disquieting. It reminds me, he says, of moments when it is clear if I have eyes to see that the life I am living is not the same as the life that wants to live in me. In those moments, I sometimes catch a glimpse of my true life, a life hidden like the river beneath the ice. And I wonder, what am I meant to do? Who am I meant to be? Parker Palmer's conclusion is that we are called to live life not from the outside in, but rather from the inside out. Listen, he instructs us, listen to your heart. Before you tell your life what you intend to do with it, he writes, listen for what it intends to do with you before you tell your life what truths and values you have decided to live up to, let your life tell you what truths you embody, what values you represent. Then let your life speak. What good life wants to speak from your life, from your lives? Listen. Let's turn our attention to the spiritual practice of paying attention. Thanks to my friend and colleague, Rabbi Deanna Douglas, who sent this story to Kem, who gave it to me, this is the case for paying attention, for that deep listening, or missing the good life. Friday, January 12, 2007, morning rush hour, Washington, D.C., Violin case in hand, a youngish white man in jeans, a long sleeve t-shirt, and a Washington Nationals baseball cap emerged from the metro at the L'Enfant Plaza station and positioned himself against a wall beside a trash basket. He took out the violin, positioned the open case at his feet, threw in a few dollars and pocket change as seed money, and began to play. In the next 43 minutes, as he performed six classical pieces, nearly 1,100 people passed by. Washington Post staff writer Gene Weingarten wrote a long piece about this, part news, part reflection. Do you stop and listen, he asks? Do you hurry past with a blend of guilt and irritation? Do you throw in some money just to be polite? Does your decision change if he's really bad? What if he's really good? Do you have time for beauty? On that Friday in January, those private questions were answered in an unusually public way. This performance was arranged by the Washington Post and filmed on a hidden camera as an experiment in context, perception, and priorities. No one knew it, but the fiddler standing at the top of the escalators was one of the finest classical musicians in the world, playing masterpieces befitting the grandeur of cathedrals and concert halls on one of the most valuable violins ever made. What happened has much to say to us about the good life. The violinist was 39-year-old Joshua Bell, and internationally acclaimed virtuoso. Interview Magazine once said his playing does nothing less than tell human beings why they bother to live. He was playing a violin handcrafted in 1713 by Antonio Stradivari. The instrument's worth is estimated in excess of three and a half million dollars. Three days before Joshua Bell had filled the house here at Symphony Hall, where even the pretty good seats were going for a hundred dollars apiece. But on that Friday in January, Joshua Bell was just another street musician. He began with Chacon from Johann Sebastian Bach's Partita number no. two in D minor, a gorgeous and spectacularly difficult piece. Three minutes and 63 people had already passed before anyone seemed to notice. A middle-aged man altered his gait just enough to turn his head toward Joshua Bell and then kept on walking. At three and a half minutes, he got his first donation, a dollar, from a woman who scooted off. Finally, at six minutes, someone actually stood against the wall to listen. All told, in nearly three quarters of an hour, a total of seven people stopped for more than one minute. 27 people gave a total of $32 and change, including pennies, to a man whose talents command $1,000 a minute. That leaves 1,070 who didn't even register that Joshua Bell was standing there, violin in hand. Later, Joshua Bell says, it was a strange feeling that people were actually uh, ignoring me. (laughs) He laughed at himself. There were were, uh, very few people, however, who didn't ignore him. John David Mortensen, a Department of Energy project manager, spent three full minutes listening to Joshua Bell right up until the time he had to leave or be late for work for the first time in his life he gave money to a street musician. He knows nothing about classical music, but later he said, whatever it was, it made me feel at peace. As he listened, 94 more people passed by. The next person who didn't ignore Joshua Bell was a three-year-old named Evie Parker. On the video, you see an adorable African-American boy in a parka holding his mom's hand, and despite being propelled toward the drawer, he keeps twisting around to look at Joshua Bell. As they exit, she has positioned herself between her son and the musician, and Evie can still be seen craning to look. While there was no ethnic pattern to distinguish the people who stayed to listen to Joshua Bell, the behavior of one demographic remained absolutely consistent. Every time a child walked past, he or she tried to stop and listen. And every time, a harried adult scooted them away. Poet Billy Collins once said that all babies are born with a knowledge of poetry because the lub-dub of the mother's heart is an iambic meter. Then he added, life slowly chokes the poetry out of us. The poetry, the music, the beauty. Exactly one person in those nearly 1,100 recognized Joshua Bell. Stacey Furukawa doesn't know much about classical music, but she had been in the audience three weeks earlier when Joshua Bell gave a free concert at the Library of Congress. Arriving at the Metro toward the end of the 43-minute concert, she had no idea what was going on. She said later, but whatever it was, she wasn't about to miss it. Grinning broadly, she positioned herself about 10 feet away, front row, center. It was the most astonishing thing I've ever seen in Washington. She says, Joshua Bell was standing there playing at rush hour and people were not stopping and not even looking and some were flipping quarters at him. Quarters? I was thinking, oh my gosh, what kind of city do I live in that this could happen? What does the Washington Post experiment say about our ability to appreciate life? To live the good life. Welch poets, W.H. Davies asked, what is this life? If full of care, we have no time to stand and stare. The good life takes time. And we're busy. Americans have been busy since at least 1831 when young French sociologist Alexis de Tocqueville visited the states and found himself impressed, bemused, and slightly dismayed at the degree to which people were driven to the exclusion of anything else by hard work and the accumulation of wealth. Fast forward to that day in the DC metro. Listen to your heart and let your life speak. If we can't take time out of our lives to notice and stay even a moment and listen to one of the best musicians on earth play some of the most beautiful music ever written, if the surge of our lives so overpowers us that we are blind and deaf to something that magnificent, What else are we missing? My spiritual companions, yes, for the love of life, I want you to join me in being haunted by this story, by these words which I now commend to you. We were happy then but we didn't know it. The good life is a pearl necklace of shining moments. The good life is life dans le vrai, in the true. The good life is the life that is given away. The good life begins and ends with paying attention. While life is in us, let's live it. Amen.